The following podcast is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2008 Kia Rio LX. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the dumb cast in my car cast. Are you ready to dumb it down? All right, there you go. I would expect nothing less from you, since you're all digital anyway. Hey, uh, hello, Dumb Dumbs. Welcome to the Dumbcast. It is Wednesday, July 11th, and it is 7.44 a.m., and I'm out here in Rensselaer, New York. I just filled up my uh, Honda Fit with some fuel all the way to the top, the tippy-tippy top, and uh, I am now headed home. I have a doctor's appointment in an hour and a half. So I got to go home, shower, clean up. I don't want to be all stinky for the doctor. And then, because uh, I don't know what he's doing today. I never remember. Is this like the big physical, like with the glove and the lube and all that stuff? Uh, or is this just like, hey, how you doing? You doing good? All right, see you in six months. I, I never remember which one it is. I think this is the little one. And the one at the beginning of the year is like the big, the big total checkup. Anyway... By the way, that's Alex Exum at the top of the show. Alex Exum, A-L-E-X-E-X-U-M. That's two words, Alex Exum. He does a podcast called The Exum Experience. And he's a great uh, voiceman and intro and outro guy. So uh, give him a call. Maybe you can uh, give him some business if you need some intros or outros for your show. I think he did a great job on that one. Um, we are not in the Kia Rio, as I uh, have to re-inform everybody, because we haven't changed the intro. It's not really that important to me. Uh, Alex was very nice, because I mentioned it the other day. He said, oh, man, I thought we did. You know, I thought, you know, listen, it doesn't matter. The intro is really irrelevant. One of the things about podcasting is it's so bare bones. I mean, it, it can be. It can be so bare bones. This is not like a TV sitcom from the 70s or 80s where you got to watch a two-minute, you know, uh, remember uh, Will Smith's... Uh, Fresh Prince, and it's like you had a whole, you had to hear a whole song and a video before you got to the show. It's like, yeah, we know what we're watching, we know who to thank, we know who the actors are, the directors are, and all that stuff. Well, it's even easier with with dumbing it down with Dave because I'm the only one. I am your one and only solely pod, solo podcast host. I am the editor. I am the creator. I am the director. Uh, I'm in the booth. I'm on the stage. I'm all over. I'm the set director, set creator. Uh, I correct the scripts. I do the uh, table reads. Uh, I'm the one who provides the craft service. Today there'll be uh, a half pint of chocolate milk. I uh, I had two. I drank one, and I have one left. So when I get thirsty, I will be drinking a True Moo chocolate milk, which is really high in sugar, and I should not be drinking it. And I think this will be my last one for the rest of the summer. I got a little weak uh, yesterday, and I had two. I got I was a little weak last week too. I'm a, I gained a little weight in the last couple of days uh, since I went on uh, to the Dakota Fest out, out there in Rhode Island. I definitely uh, went off the diet there a little bit. So hey, listen, I was at the Marriott, man. They were serving good food. Anyway, so welcome to episode 94, Dum Dums. Welcome to the Dumb Cast. Uh, I am in my Porta Potty, P O D D Y, my Porta Potty, uh, the Honda Fit 2009 Honda Fit. Um, 
We are going to, uh, what am I going to do today? Oh yeah, so it's the fastest podcast on earth, because in a couple of minutes we'll be on the New York State Thruway, Thruway headed southbound. What am I, doing puberty now? Thruway. Um, I'll be on the New York State Thruway, headed south, so uh, we'll be traveling at speeds of at least 65 miles an hour. I uh, cannot confirm nor deny any other uh, speed, rate of speed I'll be traveling at, but just be safe to say, at least 65. So that makes me the fastest podcast on earth. Um... It's also the number one. I'm going to tell you right now. I know this for a fact. This is the number one car cast in the world. The number one. There's no podcast that is higher rated or listened to or anything that originates in the car while they're driving to and from work during their commute. And feel free to reprint that over and over and over again. Feel free to repost that. Feel free to... Tweet it, Instagram it, uh, meme it, whatever whatever it takes. Uh, number one, dumbcast. Or number one, carcast. I think I'm going to start... No, I don't think. I just started. I just It just happened. Just, you were right here at the beginning where you were informed. When, you, when people ask you, where were you when you first heard about dumbing it down being the number one dumbcast or the number one carcast? Where were you? Well, remember, take note of where you are, all right? I'm on the 3rd Avenue extension in Rensselaer, New York. You could be anywhere you want to be. So just remember that moment in time when they say down the road and, the, and the, they look back in history and go, wow, where were you when you first heard that Dumbing It Down With Dave was the number one car cast or the number one dumb cast? That's two areas that I'm number one in. So there you go. Isn't that great? Well, I thank you all. It's with, if it wasn't for your help, I wouldn't have been able to say these things with people listening. So I appreciate you uh, hearing it. And now that you've heard it, you you know, I would assume that you would assume it's true. You know, I mean, what evidence could I possibly provide for you except uh, the truth comes out of my mouth and uh, and you hear the truth. And you can discern the difference between truth, you know, fact and fiction, right? So you know that that's true. How, how you'd, uh, you'd have to prove it not to be true for it not to be true. And I don't know how you could prove that it's not true. You know, so there you go. It's great. Enjoy the day. All right, so episode 94. And um, also, we are like the, one of the subtitles of the show is we're going to change it a little bit is uh, truth, uh, pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. But we're going to throw in common sense. All right? Truth, common sense, pragmatism, truth, common sense, happiness, and the search for it all. Somewhere in that order. We'll, we'll figure it out. But uh, we're going to add common sense to it because uh, I, I see that coming up all the time. And I don't know how I left it out in the first place. So there you go. So some changes uh, to, to the subtitle, some um, some information to know, you know, me being number one car cast and number one dumb cast. So, um, you know, and I, I welcome all challenges, by the way. If you think there's a show out there that uh, should challenge me, you say, hey, man, this guy, you know, he's number one. If you go, you want to be better than him, you're going to have to work hard. Not that hard, probably, but, you know, work pretty hard and, uh, you know, a little bit harder than me. And um, you could be number one car cast and dumb cast, too. All right. Episode 94. Episode 93 was an interesting show. Uh, somebody complained about me. Yay. Uh, we're going to talk about that, I think, if I have enough time. Um, with this show, I don't know what we're going to call it. It's going to have something to do with justice. You know, um, there's some injustice going on. And... Uh, at least three things that I can think of, I think it is, if I can remember. 
you know, I'm going to talk so much, all the oxygen is going to go out of my head. I'm not going to remember the other two things. I'll remember the one thing. I won't remember the other two things. Well, one is episode 93. We'll refer to that eventually. Or I could start with that. It doesn't really matter. One is a buddy of mine at work uh, who got into a little trouble. And I think it's really ridiculous. Uh, but we'll start with this because um, uh, this is the first one I'll, I'll start with. And there, there's really no reason for the order. If I had put more work into it, I probably could have came up with a correct order to present this information to you. But, of course, you know, dumbing it down with Dave. We don't script this show, folks. If you're the first-time listener, uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to the number one car cast and the number one dumb cast. Um, we don't script. We just hit the button and we go. I see the record button there on, my, on the Spreaker app. They host the show, and um, you can listen up. It's, uh, it's Hopefully, it'll be an enjoyable listen. If you have any reason, any desire... You know how you have to have a reason to reply to anything I've said today. Feel free to tweet me at Dumb with Dave, D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, at Dumb with Dave. Or you can email me, email me at DumbingItDownWithDave at Yahoo.com. Still with a B, DumbingItDownWithDave at Yahoo.com. Also, feel free to comment politely here on the Spreaker app. People have been really commenting lately. It's really great to see uh, Linda, of course, Gail Nobles, uh, Mike, uh, Mark. Um, the, uh, uh, excuse me if I say it wrong, I think it's, uh, Ho-Ho, um, there's, uh, Doug, I think it's, is it Salomon, or is it Salomon, it can't be Salomon, I just heard a radio commercial for, not him, for somebody else, I think it was Doug Salomon, anyway, I'm first getting to know Doug, first getting to know his selection of, uh, podcasts that he does, so, and I think I'm gonna see him at, uh, Podcast Movement, um, 18, so Doug, if you want, you know what, you could phonetically... <laughs> spell your name in the comment section, man, to give everybody a chance to see your name there phonetically spelled. Um, I, I hate I don't I hate butchering people's last names. My last name Canyon has been um, butchered all over the world. I, I should have written down every spelling and every pronunciation that I've ever heard ever since I was growing up. It's uh it's kind of interesting. And I did an episode a couple of episodes ago. I did a show a couple of episodes ago about changing my name to Steve Canyon and spelling it C A N Y O N. Uh, which is a comic strip character from back in the day. He was some sort of uh, astronaut, astronaut, uh, secret agent or something, Steve Canyon. Anyway, you can Google it. You'll see the comic book cover, I think, uh, somewhere on there, images. All right, so first story up for grabs. We have three. If I can remember and I have time, we'll do all three. We'll take a breather break. We'll take a drink break. I have a chocolate milk standing by, nice and cold. So get your get your beverage ready and clear your nostrils. We're going to take a breather break. Uh in a couple of minutes. Uh, so, first story. Uh, my buddy Jason. I work with a guy named Jason. Um, we haven't broken bread. It's not like we hang out. Uh, I've never seen him anywhere except for work. So, uh, I'm the uh, I'm a rare person that needs to clarify my relationships. I, I don't know why I do that. But uh, just so you know, you know, it's not like I have this huge circle of friends where where I work or where I travel or whatever. It's I'm usually alone. But at work, uh, I have these colleagues, and uh, I've known Jason now since I've been there five years. Jason's been there much longer than five years. Um, truck driver, and uh, he's a deliverer of the product that we manufacture where I work, the facility that I work. And um, he works during the day. I work at night. Um, and we've had some interesting conversations. I haven't always agreed with a lot of things he said. I, I know he hasn't agreed with the things I've said. He has a definite point of view, which I can respect. Um, even though I don't agree, 
But I like when he's willing to discuss. And we've recently had... Well, I like when anybody is willing to discuss. As a Jew, of course, I have to go to worst-case scenario. If, you know, if Hitler was alive and he said, Dave... I don't know how he would sound. Dave, this is Adolf Hitler. I would say... I would just go, who? Adolf Hitler. Uh, okay. What's up? What can I do for you? Uh, you know, I want to. I want to talk to you. I, I would talk to him. I would talk to Adolf. I would mess with him, but you know, I would come up with you know wacky reasons why I, can't, I couldn't hear the. I couldn't hear him. I don't need wacky reasons. I can't hear anybody anyway. So I would mess with him, and I would say things. I'm at the barber. I'm getting my mustache trimmed. Uh, what else would I say? You know, uh, you know, just I would come up with a list of things just in case he ever called the show. But I would talk to him. It's a worst case scenario. So I talk to anybody. Uh, Jason and I don't uh, uh, agree on uh, many things politically, probably. Uh, it's safe to say. I think that's safe to say. We don't agree on a lot of things. But we did have a couple of interesting recent conversations. At least one uh, out in the yard was great. It was really great to uh, talk to him and uh, share some views and opinions. And uh, then the other day, it was, I think it was the 4th of July. It was somewhere around last week. Where he said something out loud, well, where we, you know, in dispatch, and it was interesting. And I told him I was going to mention it uh, during the podcast. He says, yeah, you know, mention my name or whatever. So, well, he wanted credit for it. I'm going to give him credit. So he said something quite brilliant. Um, I say brilliant. You can critique it any way you want. He said, it's interesting that, you know, he's an atheist. Uh, and when he says he's an atheist, he's not a part of, of any atheist group. Uh, we had a conversation about that, him and I, after he said the comment I'm about to tell you. You know, there's these athe- atheist groups. Like, hey, I am an atheist. Yeah, all right. Well, I- I'm an atheist also. We're both atheists, um, Jason and I. You know, I don't just go around. I don't make a big deal of it. It's it's not like... I don't, I don't, I'm not a card-carrying member. I don't make the meetings. I don't pay the dues. Uh, I don't really believe... Uh, Strongly in the atheist point of view, it's just like a little choice. It's a little choice, whatever. It's a choice he's made and I've made to, when people ask you about your religion. I refer to myself as a Jew because legally I am, and it's also good for comedic effect. You know, and once you say you're a Jew, it's like, oh boy, now you know we have an idea. You know, we have an idea what this guy's going to say and do. We probably have an idea what he looks like and the size of his nose um, or his wallet. But uh, atheists, I, I don't know what people would think. I think when people, oh, that guy's a pain in the ass. He's going to argue about everything that you know God doesn't exist and all this other stuff. Yeah, I'm not that. Uh, as much as I don't believe, uh, well, be careful, Dave. Uh, as much as, not, I don't want to say as much as I don't believe in God. We'll get to Jason's comment. Just calm down, Mark. I know my buddy Mark. Get to it. Uh, we're getting to it. As much as I have doubts about the existence of a higher power that most people refer to as God, I don't share that same energy with not believing in the possibility that he exists. I'm not even sure what I just said, but does that make sense to you? I hope it does. I I don't know if I can repeat it. So, I'm not going to spend a lot of time and energy disproving that God exists. I'm just going to, yeah, rumble strips. Here I go. I'm merging onto the lane. I'm on the throughway. It doesn't really matter. I, I, 
I don't believe uh, uh, in the higher power as much as I need to. But I'm not going to spend that same amount of energy defending myself. There's nothing to defend. When I see it, I'll believe it. You know, when I have reason to, or for whatever reason, I believe it, I'll believe it. Until then, I'm kind of good with the way things are. I still try to be a very good person. And I don't read the Bible because uh, I don't need a rule book. I don't need a playbook. I don't need a, I don't need a blueprint. I probably do. I'm sure Mark would say, because he's more religious than anybody I know. So, oh yeah, you know, and my buddy Jack too. Oh yeah, Dave, you, you could definitely use Jesus in your life. Yeah, I know, I, I know, I, but I'm not. It's never going to happen. I, I could bet the farm. Unless, you know, as an atheist, you know, unless I see or feel, you know, it's got to be something tangible. But I could bet the farm. It's never going to happen for me. It's been 55 years without. I don't see myself changing in the last 20, 30 years. I, it would have to be such a powerful experience. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. Probably like prison. <laughs> prison. Hey, appropriate because this show is called something we're going to talk about justice. So Jason says, it's interesting as an atheist, I'm forced to, in this company, to celebrate Christmas because they give you the day off. I work Christmas, but I think during the day they don't work. At night we work. I don't, I don't know if they work during the day. But he said something about being forced to work Christmas, yet even though he's more of a patriot, you know, more of an American, and he loves this country, he said so, these are, these are words coming out of his mouth, that he loves this country, that he is forced to work Yeah, he's forced to work on the 4th of July. He's given the day off of Christmas, even though he's an atheist. And he's forced to work on the 4th of July, even though he's an American. And I, when I heard him say that, and I was walking around, you know, dispatch, doing whatever I was doing, I, I stopped and I listened. I go, huh, oh, that's interesting. That's right. He's an atheist, although he's not a card-carrying member of the atheist club. And they give him Christmas off. Uh, he could come tonight. And then he wouldn't have to worry about it. Um, and then here it is, 4th of July. He's an American. He loves this country. Uh, and uh, they force him to work. So, what does that mean for anybody? Well, you know, What can I make out of this? How many minutes can I talk about this? I really don't have anything except I find that interesting. That is interesting how we perceive people and their their beliefs and their uh, their Americanism and you know I'm not a holiday guy to begin with. Let me make that perfectly clear too. If I wasn't married, I wouldn't have celebrated a holiday for the last thirty some odd years. I don't do holidays. I don't do the calendar. I I'm, I'm forced to by conventional thinking. I have to honor certain days. I have to. They make me do it. They. The the Illuminati and my family. Are you coming down for Thanksgiving? Do I have to? Well, it's Thanksgiving. Yeah, but that, does, that means nothing to me. That only means something to you. Uh, I, I'm not a Thanksgiving guy. We can have turkey 365 days a year. We don't all have to go crazy. But I understand as far as scheduling purposes, it makes things easier. I get that whole part of the holiday. You know, oh, we all get to 
rally around, you know, at a specific time. And then the rest of the year, you can just go back to eating whatever you want. And you don't have to be so thankful to be an American. You don't have to be so thankful for killing the Indians and taking over the land. <laughs> we, we, can, we can do all that, all that abuse, all that horrible thing, the, that stuff that we did, whatever day that we think that we did it or days that we did it. We, we can celebrate that on, you know, this horrible uh, treatment of the Indians on one day. But, you know, I like to celebrate the horrible treatment of Indians 365 days a year. And I don't celebrate it. I'm just being suspicious. And I know it's not suspicious. I know it's facetious. But I like saying suspicious. Because I'm less dixic. So I have less dixia. So, um, whatever. Holidays, Valentine's Day. Hey, listen, $6.75 a card. I mean, come on. Have you seen the price of cards lately? This whole this whole hallmark manipulation of our lives. Have you thought about it? So here's the pragmatism, folks. I promised you a way back that I was going to focus more on pragmatism. And I'm doing it. I didn't realize I was doing it. So let me make this clear. This is my pragmatism. You can have your own pragmatism. You know, you can do whatever you want with it. I'm being pragmatic about pragmatism. So I'm letting you have any... We're first defining it. You're at the ground floor, not only of the number one car cast and the number one dumb cast. You're at the ground floor of pragmatism. And we're going to take it to another level. We? I don't know. Us. Me. Who knows? I'm not renting a bus. We're not going to go protest and uh, uh, protest You know the right to be pragmatic. Just, just go do it. Just be pragmatic. We're not going to get pragmatic hats and go to Washington and have the... The 100 man, you know, pragmatic march. Probably be mean to other people. And I'll have a hard time getting them to chip in for gas. So we're not doing that. But uh, maybe I'll have some merchandise down the road. I don't have a problem with merchandise. Although that does contribute to pollution and all that. So maybe I won't. Okay. Well, I'll think about it. But so here's my pragmatism, right? I don't do holidays. Uh, I don't. Uh, Hold on, sir. I just got a little distracted. It looked like a flatbed tractor trailer was about to tip over right next to me. He's got some load on him there, and he took a little bit of a sharp turn here. He changed his mind about getting on the Mass Pike. It looked like he was leaving to get on the Massachusetts Turnpike, and then he changed his mind, and that load kind of shifted right next to me. That was interesting. Okay, that was an eye-opener. All right, we're not going to have time. If I keep on yakking away, I'm not going to have time to cover all three things. So, um, yeah, the, these cards, this hallmark... This hallmark holiday manipulation is such bull. Take some time and think about it. Do you really only you really can only express your love for your lover on Valentine's Day? Really, for six dollars and seventy-five cents, and whatever flowers and all that craziness with the chocolate. Really, one day of the year—that's romance. Hey, ladies, listen. Ask my wife; she'll tell you. We celebrate Valentine's Day about three or four times a year. Maybe twice. Sometimes three times. It all depends on the financial situation and my mental state of being. But I'll, I'll stop. I think Mark, my buddy Mark, can actually confirm this. I'll stop and get flowers at the supermarket. I'll get her like a you know, small bouquet, $5, $8, whatever. Of course, you rip off the price tag. You get a card. Doesn't have, it's not going to be a Valentine's Day card because you only can get them once a year. You get a I love you card. You get a card. You show your love. Women love that. I don't care for flowers. I like flowers, but I don't think you need to... I don't. She doesn't need to buy me flowers. You know what? Make me some food. You know, uh, and there's other things a, a woman can do for a man 
that uh, a man would greatly appreciate. Greatly, greatly appreciate. And nowadays, I would be incredibly surprised. It would be phenomenal. Just try to be creative. Anyway, and it doesn't involve flowers. It doesn't involve any purchasing of anything at all. Everything that uh, my wife could do for Valentine's Day, she has right there in her her own two hands. So anyway, um, think about that. Really meditate on that. Breathe on that. The whole hallmark manipulation of holidays is such bull. And this new thing that they got going on uh, that isn't hallmark related, at least I don't know the conspiracy on it, where all of a sudden it's like, today is Egg White's Day. Today is, well, Secretary's Day. I know they do that, which is fine. But, uh, you know, these days now. Uh, today is Donut Day. Today is... We, how do you... I looked it up once, and I don't even know where you would go. How do I get to... Uh, well, there is actually Podcast Day. I don't know if that's official, though. And I don't know who's in charge of making these days official. Do you understand what's going on here? They're creating these days, these commercial days, you know... Whatever we've we, the, the Lincoln in February uh, holiday with the sales is that's ridiculous though. It's all ridiculous. The, the, the way we celebrate Christmas is that's not Christmas. Hanukkah, whatever. All these holidays we don't really celebrate them the right way. It's all manipulated to, for you to spend money. I don't buy into it. So anyway, so Jason is an atheist, and he said it's interesting that I'm an atheist, and they force me to take the day off for Christmas and that I'm more of a patriot and I love this country I'm more of an American than I am you know whatever he didn't say more of an American than he is an atheist but they make him work on the 4th of July on Independence Day a day that all Americans should have off but we don't so that's interesting meditate on it think about it do what you want with it comment on it uh all these holidays are ridiculous. New Year's Day, New Year's Eve, Thanksgiving, Easter, Passover, whatever. They're all dumb. Halloween, one of the dumbest of all time. Uh, they're all dumb. I, if, it wasn't, if I wasn't married to my wife, I wouldn't have celebrated any of these holidays ever. I, I got all that, all that Hallmark card money I have in my pocket. God, I can't imagine how much money I've spent. But, you know, come on, these cards have got... I just bought my... My father, I think. I think I bought my sister, too. I think I just went to Walmart. I found, like, the 97-cent card. 97 cents. You know, it's a picture of a squirrel or, or a bird or whatever. It's, it's a cheerful card. That's enough. 97 cents, that's that's worth the cardboard. That's worth... And I get to write... You know, it actually forces me to write more because they write less. You're not, you're not paying for their brilliance. And these people that work, you know, they write these cards... What a what a life to sit there. Are they still? How many people sit where? Do they go to an office? Do they do it at home? They think of these. What do you call them? Pros, you know, to love and to have lived and to love and to let not live to, to laugh and to let to live to, to be to do you uh, love and love with the live and the life and the laughter and the the long time your sweetness and the oh yeah yay and then you open it up and it makes music and. Then there's a ribbon attached to it. There's a piece of plastic. And then you pull on the thing and the squirrel's eyes pop out. And then there's a diorama. <laughs> what are you, crazy? What? When did this... How did this all turn into some sort of project that you do during the weekend? Like, oh, I got to come up with a diorama. I got to be able to pull the string. And out pops this 
Happy birthday. Uh, I got a, got a musical attachment. Get out of here with the $8 cards and all this craziness. Such bull. And we all have bought into it. Uh, I have fortunately realized this a long time ago. And I, I'm out of the holiday business. You, you can't get me. I do it. I, I have done it. So I can't say they haven't got me. But come on, guys. Really. Let's get it, let's get it together. Stop with the, with the hallmark. That company does not need to exist. These people need to get jobs writing books and uh, or writing anything else other than these more, these cards of gush. You know, write your own card. How hard is it to say, I love you? Da-da-da-da-da, dear, ba-da-da-ba-da-da. Uh, it's been 30 years. This is just a template. You can change it. It's not, it's not going to come, out, come off romantic. Uh, I, uh, I, I look into your eyes and I see us together forever. Uh, love, sign your name. Come on, really? Let's let's get our let's get our meetup group, and we'll just start creating cards, and we'll sell them for a buck. We'll just give them away. Anyway, okay, there you go, Jason. He's an atheist, and they force him to take off during Christmas, and then they force him to work on the Fourth of July. He's more of an American than he is into religion. That's interesting point. And uh, I don't know what the solution is. It would be nice if holidays, if uh, companies gave us holidays a la carte. Right? Why, why can't he opt? They should give it, hey, what do you want? You want this or that? Yeah, I pick from this list. Which holiday? Because this way he doesn't have to get paid, right, for Christmas. He'd rather get paid for the 4th of July and have the day off. He'll come in for Christmas. Unfortunately, I don't know if they have daytime work. So, anyway... I don't know. I, I don't work on his end of the uh, of, of, of the business. I, I work on another end of the business. We're both truck drivers. He does one sort of thing. I do a different sort of thing. And uh, I don't really need to explain it. Just just know that, you know, we do two different things. All right, Jason, good job. All right, number two. Um, let's get to me, then we'll get to... Because uh, I don't want to do two truck driver things in a row. So uh, we'll do me, and then we'll do uh, episode 93, what I talked about, and then we'll go back to maybe truck driving we have time. 30 minutes in. Let's take a breather first. Let's take a quick breather. Clear your nose. I don't want anybody getting hurt doing this. All right? You ready? We're going to take three deep breaths. You know how it goes. It's a breather break. Brought to you by air. So um, in lieu of a commercial announcement, we'll take a breather. Three deep breaths, each one deeper than the one before. Try to hold it at the top. Make it hurt little by little. Each more, first, second, and third breath. In through the nose, out through the mouth. All these things I'm telling you, I've heard that there's good reasons for it. I don't remember what they are. But we don't have a commercial when we need to break up the monotony. I just talk for 30 minutes. I don't know how you people listen to this dribble. It's ridiculous. All right. Here we go. Three deep breaths. Go. Oh, by the way, how was that? Good? You, you can do this as loud as you want. You really do want to do it as loud so that if somebody was sitting next to you, they can hear it. I've, I've been told that all the time on uh, my meditation uh, app that I have, Headspace. Andy, the guy from Headspace, tells you, go ahead and do it loud so the person next to you can hear it. I don't know why. Must be a reason, to I guess, to ensure that you are taking the deepest breath possible. All right, here we go. Inhale, number two. All right, that was good. A little bit deeper, a little bit deeper. I held it. I could feel it hurting. Last night, I must have done this 20 times. And uh, 
Boy, I was getting really good. I was holding onto the steering wheel with two hands. I really took a deep, deep breath. All right. All right, here we go. Ready? One last one. Nice and deep. Hold it at the top. Make it hurt. And then exhale. Go. All right. That hurt enough. All right. That was a breather. Brought to you by air. Anywhere you are in the world, there's air. It's free. It's clean. You should breathe it. You should breathe to live and live to breathe. Right? There you go. Um, All right. Situation number two, me. Somebody complained about my show. Somebody, some coda complained about my show. I did episode ninety three was was about that, and I was really soft and nice about it. I really didn't, you know. Of course, you know, I do these ep- these uh, podcasts. I'm exhausted. It's at the end of a day. I don't script it. I don't plan it. I just go. And uh, I didn't realize this this story I'm going to tell you, and the next story if I get to it, how angry I am about it. Here's why I'm really upset about this complaint. That the person who complained is a coda. They know I'm a coda. They must know who I am. If they don't know who I am, I'm amazed. I'm not really amazed. I'm upset. I'm going to just say upset. How upset am I? I'm upset enough. I still function. But why wouldn't they tweet me? Why wouldn't they email me? Why wouldn't they leave a comment? Why wouldn't they reach out to me on Facebook? Right? Or Facebook. And say, hey, Dave, can I talk to you? I, I, I heard you so. Can I, can I talk to you? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, sure. I'd love to talk to quotas. Of course. And then, you know, uh, listen, uh, you know, I, I just have a little I, uh, good show. Good show. Uh, thank you. You know, okay. Uh, I just, you know, I had an issue. I'm a little uncomfortable with something you said during, you know, minute number 20 or whatever. Oh, oh, really? Okay. Well, let's discuss it. Wouldn't that be great? And by the way, that's the, one of the things about coders they talk about all the time is, you know, multiculturalism and, um, uh, you know, acceptance and validation and all the stuff, being open, sharing, hugging, all this stuff, all this good, good stuff, nothing bad. Oh, I got to stop and get some gravel. When is the show going to end? <laughs> I just realized I got to get some gravel. Um, and they didn't come to me. I'm upset. I'm more upset about that than anything. I am upset with the admin that took the show down off the group. But I already explained that the group is small and insignificant. It's that it does. I actually, I was supposed to do the homework. I think there actually are like a couple thousand members in this group. It's more than just three or four, five hundred. I think there's actually a couple thousand. I don't know how that's even possible. I guess it, I don't know. I don't know how many people in this organization. I get different answers every time, but it, it's irrelevant to me. But the thing is, this woman who's the admin of the group, she just spent the last year and a half working on this CODA conference, and now it's a week later, she's done. I don't know what other I's she has to dot and T's she has to cross. She's done. She can get back to her life, because you can imagine the logistics of a 350-person conference. So when she told me she's taking it down, I was. I didn't want to make life difficult for her. I didn't want to argue. She's going to be judge and jury anyway. The easiest thing to do is to take it down, and to pacify this putz. Yeah, I said putz. I have another word I want to use that starts with pu, but I'm not going to say it because that's not nice. But you know, I I want to argue. My wife said you should have said something. What am I going to say to who? What, what am I, I'm going to fight for what? 
but I am upset with this person. And if they hear this podcast, or if anybody knows this person, tell them. I know it's a her, and I know it's an older woman. Because a guy would never do this, and a guy would probably write me, and a guy just wouldn't care. And a younger person wouldn't care. So it's definitely an older woman. I got that now. I got, I'm profiling. Yeah, I'm profiling. Look at me. So that upsets me. But then again, it doesn't upset me because all the people don't know. And they're so... Oh, I don't like it. Complain. Complain. No. Lady. Complaining. Don't you think you could write a little constructive letter like send a nice polite note? No. No. I, I'm not interested. I don't like what he said. And I lodged a complaint with the admin. His show has been taken off. And now the world is a safer place. Nobody needs to hear him saying those things. Oh. Wow. Do you have a superhero costume underneath that outfit of yours? You're amazing. So I'm angry because this person didn't come to me. And I think I know who it is. And I could be wrong. I could be wrong. And it doesn't matter. I know it's a woman. It's got to be. And I know it's an older woman. It's got to be. No no man, no younger man would would go that far to complain. He'd, he'd come to me and say, hey, Dave, listen, just, you know, man to man, maybe you shouldn't have said, I'm a little uncomfortable with what you said. If a man was going to complain, he'd say it like that. But most men wouldn't complain. They probably wouldn't complain. they go, oh, wow, that's messed up. All right. I'm not going to listen to this show ever again, or I'll listen to it again, and uh, hopefully he doesn't upset me another time. Everybody get that point? You get it? Okay. All right, last thing. Um, yeah, so I didn't argue it. I'm not fighting it. I, I'm not going to make a big stink about it. I'm on I'm on iTunes. So there. Bite me. Suck it. Um, you know what? I, I kind of feel like doing an episode 93 part two. Oh, dude, you're speeding. That trooper is going to nail you. Do you realize that you're speeding? Oh, now you hit the brakes. Too late. Come on, trooper. Come get him. No. Why do I get caught speeding? This guy just blew my doors off, and he doesn't get caught speeding. Look at that. Right past me. All right. Trooper doesn't care. I give you live reports from the throughway, folks. Some guy was just passing right by me, like he was doing 80 or 90, and uh, the trooper didn't come get him. All right. Whatever. All right. Last story. So there's a driver at my job. We're back to truck driving now. There's a driver at my job. He's been driving a tractor trailer. He's been driving whatever he's been driving, just like me. I've been doing it for like 25, 30 years. Same thing, 25, 30, same age, basically, and all this other stuff. So we have these stupid cameras in the truck, really pissing me off. I mean, really propelling me to retire, to transition from work to life. That's what I want to do. A friend of mine told me not to call it retiring. You're transitioning from work to life. Okay, whatever. But these cameras are really sucky. I hate these cameras. They're just a pain in the butt. And every time you trigger the camera and it records an event, you got to go talk to somebody who may or may not have a CDL license. They may or may never have driven a truck ever, and they got to coach you and tell you what you did wrong. So this guy got in trouble for setting off the camera because he hit the brakes a little hard. He hit him hard. Why did he hit him hard? To avoid an accident. Well, Dave, how was that? How was that wrong? Because they said to him, you should have had a greater following distance and you wouldn't have had an accident at 3 o'clock in the morning with an empty trailer coming back from Long Island on the GWB 
which is also known as the George Washington Bridge, under the apartments. If you don't know where that is, don't worry about it. It's these apartments that are built on top of the George Washington Bridge approach. We we call them the apartments. We drive underneath them. And he said, I asked him, how fast were you going? He said about six miles an hour. And he got cut off, which we get cut off all the time, especially in the Bronx, especially in the Cross Bronx, especially on the GWB, especially in Long Island, especially on the Long Island Dragway, also known as the Long Island Expressway. He got cut off at least once, maybe twice. So to avoid an accident, he hit the brakes. He hit the brakes. He hit him hard. It triggered the camera. And they wrote him up and he signed the piece of paper that they wrote him up with. That's his first write-up. And I, when he told me the story at first, I was like, oh, that's terrible, man. That's really bad. But then I went home and I started to think about it. And I started to get really worked up. I got really angry and I started texting this guy. And I said, hey, I'm, I'm upset about this. I wish you didn't sign that piece of paper. And I can't go talk to my boss about it. First of all, it's, it's really kind of none of my business. You know how that is, right? That's that's my buddy's story. It's not my story. I don't need to go in there and fight for him. And I, I'm not going to fight for him because there's nothing I can do. My boss is not going to change it. They're not going to change their minds. It's a very delicate situation. You understand? Do we have an open door policy? Yes. But that open door can close in on you pretty quickly. <laughs> can cause a lot of trouble. So I do a podcast about it. I'm not going to hint directly. Is he ever going to hear this podcast? I don't know. I'm my new boss, I don't care. He's the, what is it, one, two, three, the fourth boss we've had in uh, five years. Who knows how long he's going to last. But I really think they should have said, hey, listen, buddy. We understand how difficult it is to drive in the city, in New York City with a tractor trailer, three o'clock in the morning, construction, all that stuff. George Washington Bridge, Long Island Expressway, Clearview, New England Thruway, the New York Thruway, the Major Deegan. Oh, forget about it. It's just, there's so many roads. And they're all messed up. Oh, I guess I'm going to pass by my second gravel spot. No gravel for me today. Maybe tomorrow. Um, and they wrote him up and he signed it. They probably caught him off guard because it was at the end of his day. Same thing like me. 14, 15, 16 hours. And he signed it. And I, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall and to, to buzz in his head. Don't sign it. Say, okay, thanks for coaching me. Thanks for telling me I need to keep a greater following distance. I'm going five, six miles an hour. How far behind the car in front of me do you want me to be? And the, one of the problems I have with this is this guy has an impeccable attendance record. He has an impeccable attitude. He was employee that he beat me out. Which is another show that we don't have to discuss. He beat me out for employee of the year. I really thought I was going to get it. And he beat me out. And frankly, I'm not really sure whether he deserved to beat me. But that's another show. I harbor no ill will. I'm happy to be beat by him if I was going to be beat by anybody. The guy is an impeccable. He'd be one of the first guys I hire for a new company. If I had a company, he'd be one of the first guys I hire. And they wrote him up. And the I did the math on the footage that they have. That is like .0030306 of, of a day. It's basically three ten thousandths of his day caught on camera. And now he's been written up. So the first time, I think there's a verbal, 
second is a, a, a written or first one's a written, something like that. And then uh, the next one is a day off. And then the last the second one after that, you get fired. This guy's been driving for like 30 years. Impeccable attendance, safety record, works well with others and all that good stuff. Conscientious. Cleans the equipment. Maintains it. This is a guy you want. And they're going to chase him away with an idiotic write-up. Same thing like me. I find a good opportunity. Adios. Because there's no positive reinforcement. Which is sort of the point of the story. It's all negative reinforcement. Think about that at your job. And the guys at my job that listen to the show. Everything they do is basically negative reinforcement. No positive reinforcement. And I think they could do a lot better with positive reinforcement. To acknowledge his expertise and say, listen, let's just be aware of the situation. You got it? Yeah. He was aware already. Just, it was a situation that was unavoidable. All right, anyway, wow. 45-minute podcast. Ridiculous. We'll talk to you in episode 95 or whatever. Goodbye, good day, good night, good luck, good riddance, Godspeed, good rats, and great skills. Take care. Bye-bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Feel free to comment and share. Bye.